This is a podcast from Sin. This Sunday Sweets on Sin 90.7. Woo! But exciting times, you guys. We have on the line uh, Izzy from The Preachers. Their album, Girlhood, is our feature album all this week across Sin. Hey, Izzy, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, we are absolutely killing it. I think we're all right. Yeah, we're yeah. Pumped up after Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that, is that one of the, uh, the songs off the new record? Yeah. Yeah, Villains. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's not bad at all. Speaking of awesome albums, Girlhood, how's um how's everything going on your end so far in terms of it? Any, uh, you know, any feedback? How's it all been? Oh, it's been really, it's just been really busy. So I guess, you know, that's how you know things are, things are good. Yep. You don't have a moment to yourself. <laughs> well, that's all right. So um, the, the first one I just wanted to have a, a quick talk about was uh, Yanada. So we featured that on uh, Sin last week as a part of our Sweet 16. Well, can you tell us about that one? Because there's a bit of a, an interesting backstory to it. Yeah, well, Yanada means moon in Darug, which is one of the indigenous languages of the Sydney region. And um, I was just actually looking up uh, Neil Murray, who's a Victorian songwriter. He was one of the founding members in in the Warumpi band. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, yeah, so he he walked a similar path that we did on this song where he um, he formed uh, the band with non-Indigenous members in Papanya and, and wrote songs like My Island Home and oh, wow. um, Blackfella, Whitefella. So there, there is a history of non-Indigenous Australians, you know, being involved in, in keeping language and culture alive. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's what we've tried to do with this with this song. Yeah. And um, it's just been a really, you know, quite... It's not an easy road by any means, but it's, you know, something that we felt really, really compelled and uh, a certain sense of, you know, um, uh, passion and drive to do, especially being from Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um the languages here were the were the first hit, so they're you know they're they're at the greatest risk of of disappearing. And um, yeah, it's it, it's really interesting because we we spent about a year with this record really on the line to get this this song done right way. And um, uh, I ended up spending about nine months uh, consulting with the community here before. I met Jacinta Tobin, who ended up co-writing the B chorus with us. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just it's been it's been a, a beautiful experience, and um, yeah, something that I, f- I feel very proud of, proud to be a part of, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we did hear that you actually are um, f- fundraising of sorts to have the the book that you used as like a almost like a dictionary being reprinted. Is that still going on? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, you know, a, a big thing about Indigenous culture is is reciprocity, and to receive the language is a great gift. So mm-hmm. um, part of what we wanted to do uh, and part of our uh, the consultation process that we went through pretty rigor- rigorously with Terry Janke, who's a um, Sydney-based lawyer who took us through the Indigenous protocols for working with um, uh, ICIP, Intellectual uh, and Cultural Property, 
was mm. this idea that, uh, you know, given that appropriation is such a, a hot topic, mm. quite rightly, at the moment um, around the world, part of uh, our responsibility for receiving the language is to give back to community. So we've been doing this, um, you know, over the last year, pretty much locally in Sydney, like giving back directly to the people who've been involved in, in the project with us. Mm. Um, but we wanted to do something that was a bit more um, big picture, I guess. And part of that is about supporting the Darug community here in Sydney and other communities in, in the Sydney area because there aren't just, you know, there isn't just one Sydney language. Yeah. Um, there are actually several and there are dialects as well. So it, it becomes you know, quite complex. Uh, but we wanted to raise funds to get Jackie Troy's um, Darug Dictionary reprinted and updated, actually. So we're, we're, we've started a possible campaign to try and, to try and do that. That's fantastic. Awesome. It's really good. Um, and jumping back towards the album, I guess, uh, listening to it, you've got a bunch of different influences coming all across the place. Uh, Sound-wise, it's really interesting. I'm, I'm digging it. Um, how did you kind of balance all, all the different... I, f- I feel like there's some disco, there's some you know rock tunes in there. Um, how did you balance that all and make it into a full album like to sit together? Um, well, I hope we balanced it. <laughs> you did. You did, yeah. Um, well, well, well done. That's, really, that's really for other people to decide. Um, we were conscious of it when we were making the record, but um, I just, I, I was just interested in making something that, that um, was, was connected by, a, you know, a story and a concept rather than so much um, musical styles, you know. I, I don't like to feel boxed in as an artist like I have to do one one thing you know I have to write one song over and over and over again Um, so when we were making this record I I kind of I was picturing it like the collage uh, on the wall of my you know of my childhood room and I wanted it to feel like all of those contrasting contradictory uh, messy you know if you want to say messy elements were all present together. Yeah, yeah. and all working together. I, I th- one thing, well, I guess one thing that jumped out to me um, in terms of like the yeah the, the music on the album, um, there was uh, the song Night Machine. The start really sounds like a, almost like a Nile Rodgers kind of a I guess a, a disco strum. Have you been listening to much disco lately, or is that just something that just came out of nowhere? We're always listening to disco. <laughs> <laughs> who, are, who are your always faves? Listening to disco. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. There's no Rogers in there. We, we that that song to me is kind of like, you know, like a, a dark Frankie Valley tune. Totally. Um, we were referencing Greece a lot, and mm. um, I don't know. We're just having fun. Right, and that's what it like comes it. down to: just having fun. Uh yeah. I'd say maybe thirty percent fun. 70% torture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, a lot of ratio. Yeah. We're glad it doesn't come across like that in the album, actually. <laughs> it just sounds like 100% fun. So. Thank you. That's very generous. Thank you. <laughs> one, one of the first times I saw you live, it looked like you were having uh, a bit of fun. I saw you at, uh, at Triple J's Beat the Drum concert, and you had uh, Mark from Divinals to jump up and play Boys in Town with you guys. How, how was that? I know it was a long time ago, but what was that like? 
It was it was great. Um, I mean, performing with him, he's such a you know. There are some of those old performers who uh, it's kind of like when I when I met Doc Neeson before he died, and I saw him perform. There are just some people that were born for the stage, and that's Mark. Like you get him up on the stage, and it's like um, you know, I, I I don't know. I kind of it kind of feels like you're dueling with the best. You know, and I love that about performing with him. It's all there in his fingers. It's just this beautiful, uh, you know, unplaceable electric quality. And um, he's he's actually become a great friend to us. And um, we're we're actually playing with him in Perth in in a couple of weeks. I think we're going to be playing some Divinal songs. Oh wow! Cool. So. Yeah, it's um, it's really it's really good. It's good to have some of the old guard, especially from that great um, you know renaissance in Australian rock and roll, and um, you know from the late seventies and the eighties to get to know some of them and to have them just you know tell you about what it was like and hear their stories about being on the road and dealing with labels and you know just just the just the behind the scenes stuff it's yeah. um makes a big difference i think sure now so you are doing uh, a show with the the, the divinals but you also actually have your own tour coming up very soon uh, i think you're playing first of september at the forum in melbourne which is you know yeah. the one that we're caring about the most <laughs> <laughs> um how do you think it's gonna differ from the cruel tour actually i did see that uh you did say you were quite exhausted after the, the tour you got plans to not be exhausted after this one? <laughs> Some R&R. <enough. laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, that's all. We'd been on the road for, like, five years nonstop. Wow. Even before we started head, heading overseas. Oh. Which yeah. is not, like, I don't want to say that that's a big deal because that's what you do as a musician. You, you, you play gigs. Yeah, you know, true. that's your job. But, um, yeah, I, I, was, I was fucking wrecked after, <laughs> after that period of time. But the Cruel Tour was great. I really liked playing at 170 Russell. I think we did a couple of shows at 170 Russell the last time we were down in Melbourne. And I, I love playing club shows. So it'll be really interesting getting into the forum again. It's not the first time we've played there, but it's, you know, it's a big venue. And, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to getting down there and just um, doing my things, you know. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be able to make it feel like it's a club. <laughs> it's actually that's, not that yeah, big a room. That's the goal. That's the goal. Uh, why did you Why did you decide that you needed to take charge of this album rather than leave it to you know as a team effort? Um, well, the, the obvious reason was that Gid decided to leave the band at the beginning of last year, and I mean, the first record that we put out was predominantly my songwriting. Anyway, and uh, I, you know, I've been writing the songs since Take a Card, so hmm. um, it was it was a natural progression for us. And when he stepped out of the band, it was um, you know with great humility and grace on his part, and it was completely amicable, even though it was really sad to see him go. Hmm. Um, sometimes you know things just have to move on and. Uh, especially when you're creating stuff and you're doing something that takes a lot of, you know, it's an emotional, it's an it's an emotional vocation. What we do it requires a 
uh, a lot of passion. And if you're not 100% in it, it shows. And mm. so I guess when he stepped out, um, I really had to step into the space that was left, which was, you know, something that I'd been really wanting to do for, for a long time. And uh, I guess writing is just how you feel. They, that was, you know, that was born from the four of us without Gid. Yeah. And we just, you know, we just wanted a chance to make a record like that again. And it's, you know, it's like we're, we're a band. That's, I, I've got really kind of zero interest in being a solo artist because I don't find it very stimulating. Um, there's only so far I can take a song on my own. I really like having the boys around to throw things at me and to push the song and to, you know, and to, and to make things, um, sound far beyond what I could ever have imagined on my own. And that's what I love about being in a band. So, yeah. Awesome. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it shows. Yeah, you're right. That's it. Um, so we're going to, uh, we're going to push into uh, playing a few of the, the tracks from Girlhood, where obviously we're featuring uh, Girlhood, your album, Izzy, uh, from The Preachers. It's going to be our feature album all this week, our Aussie feature. The first one we're going to play is the, the first track of the album itself. The, the song is called Girlhood. What can you tell us about, uh, about the song, Izzy? Well, a lot of people have said it's a, it's a, a heroic call to arms for women Everywhere, yes. Uh, didn't really, didn't really write it like that. But, um, uh, I actually wrote it. A lot of it's, 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 you know, it, there's. I don't know. The, the more I talk about it, the less I understand what the song's about. So I think people should just listen to it. Just listen to it. Make, <laughs> up, make up, up their own, own mind. mind. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, thanks so much for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. Um, have a good rest of your day, and uh, yeah, cool, good luck with the tour. Thanks, guys. I, I can't wait to be back in Melbourne. It's going to be awesome. We'll Thanks so soon. much. <laughs> no worries. You're listening to Sunday Sweets on Sin 90.7 with Josh Reese and Imogen. That was Izzy from The Preachers from our Aussie feature album all this week. The album's called Girlhood. This first song we're going to play is called Girlhood as well. Let's get into it. Sunday Sweets. This has been a podcast from Sin. Fucked up. Hey. Spoke too Ready? soon. <laughs>